0: I really, one thing I noticed about our story and uh, the gospel today, I don't know if you uh, noticed as well, was that before dinner, before Cleopas and his companion um, invited Jesus with them, he was walking on. Um, it says he says he was going on, and they detained him. I don't know if Jesus had somewhere particularly to be, or I wonder if maybe he was kind of testing them. These were two of his disciples. And so, not in a mean kind of way, but just to wonder... They were with me for years. They were my disciples. They heard me teach. They heard me preach. We've been talking all day. It's nighttime. What are they going to do? And they got it. They remembered his teachings about hospitality. They remembered his teachings about how to be with one another. And they invited this stranger to have dinner with them. Now, they had been talking along the way. There had been some, a uh, some, some, uh, little bit of knowledge of each other built up. But he was going on, and they stopped him, and they invited him back in. He was, His teachings were becoming alive in, in those two people. We're going to get back to that uh, in a little bit. But I, I found it very interesting that he was going on um, and wondered. Maybe, maybe he was sort of testing them a little bit there. I love this story and this journey that Cleopas and his companion and the semi-disguised Jesus are taking. I think it's an exciting story. There's the resurrected Jesus. It's a a comforting story. He's not really dead. He's back. And it's a confusing and beautiful story all in one. These folks had the scriptures opened up to them as they were walking along the way by this strange guy whom they met and didn't know. And then they shared this meal. They offered him hospitality and shared a meal. And suddenly there was God sitting before them. There was Jesus right before them. Another question when reading this is, how did they not know that it was Jesus ahead of time? And we don't exactly know. Scripture says that their eyes were kept from recognizing him. So maybe Jesus' face changed in a particular way or in in the kind of way that it did during the transfiguration with less light. Um, maybe God sort of dulled their minds a little bit so they kept thinking I know this guy he's familiar but just right on the tip of my tongue um, or maybe they were like they were the disciples they were the Episcopalian kind of disciples and sat in the back whenever Jesus was preaching it's like didn't quite know what he looked like However it happened, we just we, we accept the story that they, they didn't quite know who he was, but they kind of had an inkling, and suddenly there he was during this meal. On the day that Jesus was raised from the dead, he appeared to his disciples, and there was something different about him, something they couldn't quite recognize, and there was something very similar about him. Not to mention that he could disappear at will, which is really kind of cool, uh, something that I'd like to be able to do sometimes in awkward situations. Um, But they knew that it was still the same Jesus whom they had known and followed as his disciples. And then not too long after this, after he appeared to his disciples, after he was resurrected, Jesus seemingly left. He ascended into heaven and he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us. And we believe that Jesus will come again to complete the restoration of the world and make creation new. So it might seem a logical conclusion then that if Jesus is coming back, he's gone in the meantime. We're waiting for him to return, so he must be gone now. Right? Please don't not. One of the great things, one of the great things about God is that the flip side of the coin need not always hold true. God knows everything, and on the other side of that coin. God would know every choice we're going to make, except we also have free will. If we have free will, God can't know everything. So the flip sides of these coins contradict each other. God knows everything. We have free will. And that's where the dog is buried. That's the contradiction in our faith and our life that we just learn to live with. The flip side of the coin doesn't always hold. Jesus is still here with us. Jesus is ascended into heaven and will come again. And that's where the dog is buried. And so if Jesus is still with us, and people sometimes encounter him as they're walking along, a question to think about today is, when have you encountered Jesus? And by that, I don't mean, when have you seen the risen Jesus come down in clouds and show you the mark of the nails in his hands in some pre-second coming kind of preview experience. When I'm talking, maybe those things happen. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something a little more maybe mystical, a little more spiritual, a little more ordinary as well. When have you seen God's will or God's word embodied in another person? Bishop Doyle was here for confirmation last Wednesday, and he talked about God's will and knowing God's will, which on the... Right off the bat, it seems a pretty bold statement to say, I know God's will. Got to be careful with that. But then he reminded us that we have heard God's will expressed time and again in Scripture. Love God, love your neighbor. We do know God's will. We heard these words expressed in Micah telling us to be just and merciful, to walk humbly with God. And then we hear of God's word embodied in Jesus, and God's will embodied in Jesus, who was just and merciful and walked humbly with God, Jesus who loved God and loved people. During Jesus' life on earth, God's will and word were embodied in the one particular person, Jesus of Nazareth, and God's will and word were still present and active in the rest of creation, including other people. John the Baptist comes to mind as one in whom God's word and will were present and active. So God was localized everywhere, or localized in Jesus, and God was everywhere still present. flip side of the coin doesn't quite hold. After Jesus' death and resurrection, Jesus was and is still that one particular person whom he had been his whole life. The same person who had walked with Cleopas and his companion, whom they had encountered on the road to Emmaus. And at the same time, after Jesus' death and resurrection, Jesus kind of went everywhere. Paul tells the Romans and the Corinthians that Jesus is in them. I think we can extrapolate from that that Jesus is in us. While still the particular person, Jesus of Nazareth, resurrected, Jesus is also alive within each of us. So Jesus can be every man and every woman. Jesus can be mom. Mother's Day, <laughs> Jesus can be mom. huh. Seems rather appropriate. Um, the image of God as mother is well documented in Scripture. If images of God as mother from Scripture don't come readily to mind, that's because it's very sparsely documented in Scripture, but still well documented in Scripture. One such passage is Isaiah 49:15, And it's a passage which I love, which says, Can a woman forget her nursing child, or show no compassion for the child of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. The image of God as a nursing mother. The image of God as giving birth to people. God as giving birth to all of creation. It's a beautiful image and one that has sustained me greatly in difficult times. Sometimes the thought of being back in God's womb in those times when we need to be remade, when we have some death in our lives that needs to be brought back to life. So Jesus can be mommy And Jesus can be daddy. Jesus can be everyone in the world while still being that particular person, God, whom Jesus is. Who Jesus is, pardon me. So with all of that being said, we return now to this question that I raised. When have you encountered the risen Jesus? When have you encountered someone being just and merciful? loving, walking humbly with God? When have you encountered someone embodying the teachings of Jesus, embodying the will of God? Looking back at Cleopas and his companion and Jesus as he was walking away and they said, wait, no, come with us, share a meal with us. I wonder if Jesus didn't encounter himself in them. So when have you encountered Jesus? When has has someone been forgiving towards you? Or when have you been in a rough time and someone has been a light to guide you out of darkness? I'm hoping that if we think about all of these times, we might realize that Jesus shows up quite a lot. So final thought for the day then, thinking again about our lives, about your lives. This question of where have you encountered Jesus, let's turn that on ourselves. When have you been the risen Jesus for others? Amen.